welcome to the Terminal Velocity Comic Book Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Scott. I'm Andrew. And this is issue or episode 15 of season two. Uh, We're still being fairly consistent with this. I'm pretty proud of that. Um, One of the things that we tackled this week or the thing that we tackled this week was a new Tom Taylor and uh, one of the Kubert brothers um, projects called Batman the Detective. Uh, I was really excited about reading this book because I've been a big fan of, of Tom Taylor's voice in a lot of different things. And before I get into sharing my opinion, I kind of want to get Andrew's thoughts on this one and see, this is a, this is a six issue run. So we're midway through. So sticking with our typical, <laughs> our typical timing, we get Casting halfway through the series. Opinion before it's complete. <laughs> we're doing it the old school comic nerd way. <laughs> where we would meet in the comic shop and we would say what's going on in the most recent issues. But um, yeah, I'm curious to see what you think about this one. Um, Well, I want to say it sucks, Scott, but it didn't like, but it's not good either. It's, uh, I gotta, I gotta say it, it, I, it it was a quick read, surprisingly quick read. I, I thought, Looking at it, it looked dense, and I was a little nervous to start because I was late reading it. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, um, I'm still. I think I, I guess I'm kind of on the fence with it. There's elements I definitely I like. Um, actually, I guess I kind of like seeing the future squire or the past squire become the knight um, mm-hmm. from my Grant uh, Grant Morrison's run. Um, Going into this book, I didn't realize it was like an Elseworlds future tale. Um, the whole like trench coat Batman thing is usually unappealing to me. And at first I, I didn't dig it at all. And then as the story progressed, I kind of forgot about it and was okay with it. Um, the whole, how do you put it? Like, I like, I like some of his voice and the way he has Batman talking, um, but at the same time, it almost feels like a re- rehash. Like it feels like he's almost like adapting like Dark Knight Returns, but like starting the story a little bit earlier. So he's like maybe not, you know, gray hair Bruce Wayne. He's for some reason got like an army buzz cut in this, um, which was a little jarring for me. To, of all the changes that they made, that was the most jarring. It's the most jarring. Um. But yeah, like I liked, I liked his his like um, his voice when he's doing all the detective work, and I guess that's the whole the detective part of the the title. Um, the idea of him going to across Europe, like to to solve the crime, also it it kind of reminds me of the old like seventies eighties Batman adventures, like where he's going to go take on Rajah Ghoul and things like that. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm not. I feel like Kubert's uh, art doesn't match Batman as much as as I would like it to because I really I'm a fan of his art, but it just doesn't. So, and I've always felt this way, even when he was during the Grant Morrison run and and, and everything. It just it felt like it just always feels a bit off for Batman. The exaggerated features that he has uh, with his with his, I guess it's just his style. Built um, like a brick house. Yeah, it's just like. It's like his fist looks like, you know, like Juggernaut. Yeah. Yeah. He's massive Um, in this. 
and that part of it reminds me too much of Frank Miller and and, and John Romita. Like it's like it's, it's getting into that territory, which I'm not. I, I don't dig for Batman. I like more of the the noir look. The and I, I, I kind of like the faces to look different, but I find with Hubert, the faces always look the same. Mm-hmm. It's like angry male, happy female. Like it's just like very generic. Uh, same face for every character. Um. Yeah, like as I'm talking about it, my feelings keep like changing about the, how I felt about the book. It, it 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 drew me in enough, I guess. Like I was, I am curious to see what happens in issue four, but uh, at the same time, uh, where I'm parts of disliking, there's parts of it I, I I wish was in the current like mainline Batman book. Like I, I do like the the detective talk. Uh, and and him going through his his uh, his thought process. Am I a fan of Bruce Wayne, Batman, post Alfred, and everybody he cares about, and they're all gone? Like I, I'm not really. I've never really been a fan of that. that mm-hmm. Like I just feel like that's. It, it, to me, it means the character never really had a, a character arc. He just kind of reset back to like the the other way kind of thing. Like he just never got out of the the alley. Right, uh, which even I think he even mentioned in the book. So I guess that's going to be the point. And the, at the end, he'll realize he needs his partners and make amends with whoever. Mm-hmm. Probably be a final panel with him, like calling up Dick or something. Like it'll be something like that. I'm guessing, unless he dies at the end, like, <laughs> like <laughs> which Taylor, you never know. But uh, I, I hope my thoughts didn't disappoint. What about you? Uh, I'm a little bit in the same camp in that I don't really know where I land on the book. Um, it's not that I didn't enjoy it, but it's not that it, it didn't blow me away either. Um, Tom Taylor's got a, got a good grasp of the character and I like the voice that it carries through with it. There are some things like the, the super detective kit that he brings to the first plane landing, which will look at the entire site for any clues and evidence instead of him doing it. Um, <laughs> that kind of thing. I didn't, I don't enjoy um, punching a ghost with some magic gloves that he got from John Constantine. I loved that moment of it. Kind that of was thing. probably my favorite part, to be honest with you. Like really <laughs> showcasing. I like, the call, I like the, I like the call back to that too, with uh, where, where Knight is like, Oh, what, what did you, what'd you do to impress her or whatever? And he's like, he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, she's like, you know what I mean? And then she's like, he's like, I punched a ghost. <laughs> 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 I, I always love when Batman cracks a smile, like something yeah. unsettling, but fun, like, great about it. Yeah, he's just like, like that. I did something. That yeah, I did like, something. Crazy. I've always hated Bruce Wayne when he is like he's just an angry, bitter asshole, and like that's all mm-hmm. he is. Like he's not. There's a part of him that enjoys what he's doing. Like, I, I, and I, I argue that argument um, where people think, oh, he's he's miserable. It's a, a he's tortured and he's mentally ill, and like maybe there's elements and degrees of that true. But I think he, at the end of the day, does enjoy being the adventurer that he is. Yeah. I think so too. Um, I so I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the trip down memory lane with figuring out who Descartes is and giving you a little bit more history between the two characters. Um, I like the I like the trench coat kind of look because it's that thing of well, he's not in Gotham. He's not where he is, so he's not going to look the same. He's not going to. He's still Batman, but he's not. He's not the cape and cowl Batman. He's the 
cowl and coat, <laughs> Batman. Um, it, it grew on me as it went along, but so I, kinda, I, I, I I like that. Um, but I am torn between. I find that when we get into these cults against a hero who are going to kill the people the hero saved scenarios a little tried um they're they're done a little bit too often um and they never they never really make sense to me about why they would go about and do that but they do it in the guise of the hero themselves um so that kind of thing i'm i'm a little bit curious about okay what is the real story of this group and then the other part of me is like i don't really care what this story is um but Tom Taylor has garnered enough fantastic work that I'm willing to see this through to the end and kind of see where it's at, uh, see where it goes and kind of where, what his new status quo is. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I've reread some of the books today and, and I'm still just kind of on the fence about exactly what it is that works for it and what it is that isn't working. And I don't know if it's, if it's because he's traveled to Europe and it's weird having Batman global, or if it's the fact that I don't really care about Knight and Squire. Um, So having them in there is, is more just distraction than anything else. Um, But yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. It's in this weird kind of, I, I prefer when we can sit down and we can say, this is the book that I like, and this is the book that I don't like, and this is why. It's weird being in the two, uh, being stuck in the two right now. The art works for me. I really like the art. Um, anytime a Cubers is on a book, I get really happy about it. Um, yeah, there's just something about where the story is and maybe where it's going that I feel like we've tread this ground before, so I don't know what new is going to come out of it. But... Tom Taylor is a great writer and I'm sure something new is going to come out of this in the next two issues. Well, what I, what I wonder is like, why the future storyline? And I'm wondering if like, because of where his end game is with the story is, is why it's set in the kind of this future, possibly alternate future uh, of Batman. Because it, and I have to assume it's where he, where he's heading with the story mm-hmm. uh, just wouldn't jive with the current day, you know, regular continuity. Um, that being said, like, I, you're right. Like, I, the vo- he's got the right voice for Batman. And, and I feel like this is where he, I think, I don't want to say, maybe this isn't correct to say, but I feel like he kind of outshines Tinian's voice very quickly in this book. Mm-hmm. Um, so much so that I realized, like, what I was having, the problem I was having with Tinian's run was, is the, is the voice of Batman just feels a bit off and here it's like, Oh, okay. Here's Batman. <laughs> yeah. He's just over hanging out over here. Um, how do you feel like this book contrasts what you've read of Tinian's run? I kind of, that's a, that's a really good point and a great question because they're, they're two very distinct things to me. Um, like you said at the beginning, this feels more like an Elseworld. So the voice is different than what you're getting in Tinian. And I think the reason we like it is because it's not poor broke Batman. It's, it's I'm on my own Batman with still <laughs> all my money. 
um, yeah, type of thing. And, and I think as stupid as that is, it's one of those things that kind of detracts from the character when you focus on uh, how he's broke and doesn't have things. And I feel like that's one of the things that's taking away from the voice of Batman um, in the Tinian run. Um, it's just making me think now that if imagine if you had the Kubert and Jimenez Jimenez art on this, and how awesome that would kind of be. But uh, that's just a little distraction into into Nerdland that I just went on. Um, yeah, I, I think they're two very different things. I would love to have maybe Tom Taylor doing the detective book so that you could get this kind of tone with this kind of aspect of him, the actual detective um, mm-hmm. versus the Batman where the Batman book could be more high flying, different adventures and that kind of thing. But I'm always disappointed when we don't have enough detective in the Batman books, because that is who he is. Um, so I think that's what really, that's the the thing that I, I, I don't think it's a fair comparison between the two because one is getting to the core of the character and one is trying to do the adventure of the character, if that makes any sense at all. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So if, if you had to pick a style of, of Batman book, what would you pick? Would you prefer the high flying adventure or would you prefer the detective? Adventure? The detective book. I would take the detective book um, every time uh, just because it's, it's the core of the character. And they, they, he, he spends, of the three issues that have come out, he spends all three of those issues talking about his history. And right now they're focusing on his ability to, uh, the manhunt aspect of it from Descartes' training. Um, but that all comes down to some level of detective work, a level of, um, you know, paying attention to detail and perception and, sticking to the shadows and doing all that kind of all the core Batman stuff is really what that's all about. Um, as opposed to just being the, the dark night that terrifies everybody when he shows up and when he shows up, you know, you get your jaw broken type of situation, which is what we get a lot in the current books. Um, so yeah, I, I would take the detective book. What about you? Uh, I'm, I'm uh, in the same camp. I, 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 I've always liked the middle ground. I've always liked when it's a kind of a blending of the two, um, like Tinian or Tynan. Like, sorry for mispronouncing that. Uh, I've enjoyed that run up to a point. Uh, I kind of fell off the book, not for any particular reason, just it, it wasn't, um, there wasn't enough excitement to pull me into it, I guess, it, it, compared in contrast to the day and day life. But, uh, this book, uh, initially, I didn't pay attention to, but what is pulling me in this book is is the, like you said, the, the detective part elements of the story. There, there's a lot of core Batman in this that uh, it's like almost, even though it's in the, the future, it's kind of got this like back to basics feel like I'm hearing, yeah. hearing that kind of that voice come from, from Bruce and yeah, the, he's not, you know, I got a shop at Byway Batman remove i think that was maybe the most the biggest critical mistake that that tynan's run has had is is um was it was the fortune thing yeah it, it, it's 
it's kind of a cliched story, like to have the the rich hero lose their fortune. Now they have to operate differently. Like, I, I don't think that like you can tell that story with Tony Stark. But at the end of the day, the fortune's going to come back at some point when they do a reset. And then it's like, what was it all for? You're not going to do this with Batman. Uh, that being said, like the the state of DC Comics with their future state, and they seem to be really pushing towards 5G more and more uh, each month. So maybe that is, that is what they do. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Um, yeah, I I, I, I kind of agree. With wish you. I had a more formed opinion. It's just it's more emotional answer and, and feeling like it, it's just. It doesn't feel right. <laughs> yeah, I, I like when you, we can objectively say something that's on the go, but it's it's that feeling of it doesn't, something is off. And I, I can't put my finger on exactly what it is. It's a, it's a couple different things. There are things that work, things that don't work. Um, I really do think that the, the, the broke Batman, I get where they were going with it and I get the reason behind it but I think it's turned into something that it wasn't meant to be. And that's what's kind of happening in the stories right now. It was supposed to be a, let's get him back to basics, back to, you know, bootstraps and just uh, bare bones Batman and get him back to doing what he does. But the bare bone Batman had his fortune. <laughs> that's, that's the thing is that the bare bones Batman doesn't work without having a bankroll. <laughs> And, and like it's so, and, and like other writers realize this because over like Taylor and Nightwing had came up with a story that gave Nightwing a fortune because you have to explain how these people are waging war on crime. Yeah, that, that, that doesn't come cheap. You can't do it without a budget. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and frankly, Batman's budget and the what the the scope of of his work, he he needs that vast fortune. Like it just doesn't really work. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, uh, I, like, I, I don't know. Again, it, it's like, is this that generational shift? And I'm just the old man screaming at clouds. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, uh, yep. it's like, it, it's how I feel even when I see Batman and then they, he pulls out some new tech, like Tony Stark tech to use. And I'm just like, oh, that's not Batman. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. he's become about gadgets now. But like, the Batman I grew up on with had, he had gadgets, but they were like, you know, practical gadgets like yeah. you know battering a grappling hook well that's one of the things i appreciated in this is when he's he gets in a fight with a guy in the middle of a square in like paris and then he pulls his little trench coat back and he's got all of the Classic. gadgets <laughs> around on on a belt he's got handcuffs he's got a rope he's got all that kind of stuff um i appreciated that i love that little nod and call back to his utility belt and even like in, that- the card makes the comment. He's like, "You can put you can normally carry around cuffs on your belt like that." And he's like, "It's a work in progress." <laughs> <laughs> it just it makes sense. It's a cool callback. Um, yeah, I was really hoping when I recommended that we read this book for the show that we would be like, "Holy shit, this is amazing! This is great!" And we'd be going over all the things. I didn't expect us to be sitting here going like, "Something works and something doesn't work," and. <laughs> I still want to read it because it's not bad. It's no, it's not, good. Not it's not great, which is what I was hoping for. And I think that's more of maybe my own my own personal expectations from um, the stuff that Tom Taylor's been doing up to this point. I was just kind of sitting back thinking, 
oh, he's finally tackling Batman as a core book. This is going to be really good. And it's good, but I think it just falls short of what my expectations and hopes were for it. And I think that's what my problem is. I feel, I honestly feel like it, it, it's the whole future thing. Like, I feel like it's, it's just that it's, it's just outside the realm of current Batman that it's, that's what feels off about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I think it's maybe, maybe it's a combination thing. Like he's in Europe, his, his look is different. He's, he it's, he's acting a little bit different, like more in line with like the kind of um, Dark Knight Returns type Batman, which despite popular opinion is not my favorite iteration at mm-hmm. all. Um, like I said, I like my Batman to have a bit of humor, so I was happy to see that that was still in, in the character here. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe I'm, I'm kind of tired of the stories where like it's like an organization that's going to take rip, strip Batman down to the core and uh, give him a run for his money. You know, that's where I start to miss like the the, the Grant Morrison JLA Batman, where it's like the Uber Bat, where yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's prepared for everything you know? yeah he already um, knows who these people are and shuts them down in a heartbeat <laughs> but uh, but um yeah it, i like it i i want to i'm going to read the final three issues uh because i'm curious where where it's even going uh the identity of this leader of the batwoman type character mm-hmm. that's that's leading this terrorist group against him like i I'm wondering, is this an, a brand new character or is this somebody from the past that we're yet to reveal? Like, it makes me feel like it's somebody we already know because they've shown the face at all. Mm-hmm. So, but whether that'll be like a previously unknown love child or something like that, uh, or is it like, you know, uh, secretly deep rooted in, in Bruce's history, like Elliot, um, what's his name? Uh, I just had the name. Hush, yeah. Hush, yeah. yeah uh, I can't remember his last name. Thomas Elliot. <laughs> Secretly Wayne's best friend for his whole life that we never heard of until now. Um, <laughs> or is it somebody that we're, we're used to and it's like a dramatic future for, for that character? I, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I didn't see enough hints in the story to, to kind of give anything about who it is. So, um, and Ducard, I can't help but think about Batman Begins because they used the character as the disguise for Rachel Cool, which totally perverted the character in a way. But yeah, it was great for the movie, but kind of screws it up for comics. You're like, yeah. okay, <laughs> so you're kind of waiting for a twist on who Descartes will turn out to be. But even Descartes, though that is who Descartes is, like, he's that's just the like, thing. Right. He's long established. <laughs> you still kind of wait for a twist of okay, so what's he really up to? <laughs> okay. Yeah, so what would you, how would you score this book? I would give this kind of a, I would give it a three out of five, um, three super detective cases out of five. Um, it's, it's good, but it's not blowing me away. And I'm hoping that by the end, I'm like, okay, this is what it was. And once again, this might just be because we do our typical oh, we'll pick up a story halfway through and talk about it. <laughs> and maybe we're just finally getting this, burned. This, season is all about, this season's all about two-part episodes. Okay? <laughs> so, 
you know, Batman the Detective Part 2 will happen in a couple months. <laughs> yeah, we'll be able to talk about it in a couple months' time and give a, an update on how it actually ended. What about you? What's your score on it? I will give this 2.5 handcuffs on the back of a prototype utility belt with the room for an extra grapple hook added on. Um I like it. Uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so is this book. Uh, I I, I like it, but I don't like it. I I, but I like it. If that makes any sense, as a Mm -hmm. as a comic nerd, Um, I'm enticed enough to continue. And and I I I, knowing Taylor, like he's he he usually has an end game. So I'm I'm hoping for that that wow moment uh, to come towards the end. which, well, I hope will explain why why we're even bothering telling a story in the future. Like it, it just mm-hmm. seems, I guess it just kind of seems out of nowhere that we're telling the story, and it's not being presented by DC as like a, you know, as a typical Elseworlds. Like Elseworlds is an old concept because now the Omniverse, it's like everything is valid or whatever. Um, but uh, it just seems out of nowhere in terms of the storytelling, like in the narrative for Batman right now. Mm-hmm. Especially like the new movie is telling like a sadly looks like it's telling the Earth One version of of Batman, which I'm not so hot on. But it's still like you know year three Batman or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it, it just seems out of place that we're going to this, like this future timeline. Especially like it might have made more sense at the time of of Ben Affleck's Batman, like because I feel like that run is pretty much done now. Um, you know, like telling the story of the older Batman. Usually, the comics tend to try and align at least thematically with with yeah. the, the the future uh, department. And maybe it's all the chaos going on at the at the editorial offices that just maybe I'm overthinking it. Maybe Taylor just had an idea and they're like, "Hey, go ahead." I think that's what it comes down to. To be honest, is I think that it was just you know you you're doing a lot of great work. What's your idea for a Batman story? I wonder what prompted the title change that went from Batman the Dark Knight to Batman the Detective and was it an editor just thought oh he's doing a lot of detective work here let's let's call it the the detective that's a good question I didn't realize the title had changed yeah the original title was uh, Batman the Dark Knight so they they, oh, they, they changed the, the well title. given given Knight and Squires in this I guess he's going to be taking on Squire as a little bit of a sidekick while the Knight is kind of doing it so maybe that's that ties into it hey you got batman's gotta have a robin okay that's the thing he's gotta have a sidekick (laughs) (laughs) okay well if you guys have got thoughts or opinions on this you can share them with us at terminalvelocitypodcast at gmail.com or um over on the website terminalvelocitypodcast.com or on any of the socials um we're there comics terminal or terminal velocity podcast Let us know if you think that She-Hulk and Juggernaut are a good couple. (laughs) All right. We will uh, talk to you guys next week. See you later. Bye.